Hello and welcome to today's episode of the RBA Sports Talk. Um, today our team is really with just a small unit. With me today is um, on my left. Um, it's Max, and then Brian. Yeah, uh, I think we are with the conversations we're going to have today. We are evenly spread. We have the right. We have everyone we need to be able to go through this really well. Um, <laughs> First of all, I know last week we never spoke about Messi and the Ballon d'Or. Because, yeah. I mean, everybody at this table knew was going to win it, right? I don't think we, any of us doubted Messi was going to win I mean, it. I knew Messi was going to win. I would give it to Messi over Van Dijk. Yeah. Messi, but yes. But it was a close... It, it was a close, yeah. close margin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Point, it was just 0.5 or 0.4? I think yeah. 0.4. I feel it's very di- yeah. difficult for a defender to win the Ballon d'Or. I, I mean, kind of various like the only defenders won a direct can yeah. remember, but it's very difficult for defenders to win yeah, the ball. But also, like I mean, aside Champions League and when um they did in, second in, in the, the league. league, they had ninety seven points. Yeah, but like aside that, there wasn't any. What achievement did Van Dijk have? I mean, what achievement did Messi get? It's not about achievements. Ronaldo should have won it because he won a lot. Yeah, he well, won like, Syria A and then the Nations. He League. won Syria A and the Nations League. Messi just won the La Liga. Yeah, Messi won the La Liga and I think Copa del Rey. And Copa, de, no, he didn't even win. They lost the Copa del Rey final too. Oh yeah, that's true. And then um, Van Dijk won the Champions, Champions League. League. Yeah. So, I mean, Van Dijk was good, but I feel like Messi, Messi did exactly what. If anyone else had done, we would have said he's the greatest player alive. Yeah. So I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. So, but um, on that note, um, talking about Messi, let's let's branch and talk about. Can, can I say something? Yeah. I feel the women's Ballon d'Or was biased. It was rigged. I mean, yeah. it's a conversation people are not having, but you can't give someone who's only played six games in yes. a season for her club and just scored five goals at the World Cup, the Ballon d'Or. And give her the Ballon d'Or. Whilst Leon I, won I, the Champions League. And yeah, Leon, league. they didn't just win it. They trashed Barcelona yes. in the Champions League Who won, final. Who won the, the uh, USA? Rapino. Oh, okay. She just wanted because she's controversial. I was just say, and I'm not being, I'm not being misogynist or homophobic or anything. Mm-hmm. I just feel that she just wanted because she's, she was the loudest voice in the room at that time. Who, who do you think should have won? Um, the Leon girl um, from Norway. Yeah, there were in the Leon team alone. There were yeah, a lot there of were people so that could have yeah, won. Captain to yeah, Harvey Reynard. Was it I mean, I wouldn't really Ronaldo. say Harvey Renard, but there was like a lot of people. There were a lot of people that deserved it, that had played the whole season, even in the Arsenal ladies team that won yeah. the yeah. Premier League. Yeah, yeah. There are people that have played the whole like, even, season even that have gone England's, like, um number nine is caught, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even have won it. Yeah, people have played the whole season. Come on. Yeah. You can't just play the World six, Cup, come home, relax, play six and matches, play and play like six matches in the World Cup. If, where who here and who in the if, Ballon d'Or? If that's the standard, then do Thomas Muller should have won the, the Ballon d'Or. How many goals did he score at the World Cup? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> that's a topic. And, I, <laughs> and like I said, we are not being misogynistic or anything. It's just we're talking facts. And when we talk no, facts, yeah, she I, didn't, I she didn't deserve to win it. We are just saying that instead of her winning, this other person should have yeah, yeah. It's just between girls. So yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a there's a ship sinking currently. If I would say, 
<laughs> Chelsea. And it's at a bridge. But is it really a ship sinking? It's just two games, so I feel it's not anything. Yeah. No, no, let's let's face it. Chelsea haven't beaten any of the top six sides this season. Uh, ah, wait, wait. You've Man United have beaten they, they haven't lost against any other top, top six, six sides. Yeah. That's why you guys. Are. No, 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 no. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to your like, point. I'm trying to your point. Chelsea it's hasn't beaten any other top six sides this season. Yeah. The reason why Chelsea raced to fourth place was because for a brief amount of time they met teams that were quote unquote in the lower in the lower ranks and took advantage of to beat them, right? Yeah. Now they seem to have encountered a problem where those same lower ranked teams are beginning to beat them. Mm-hmm. If if they are currently losing against the lower ranked teams, then it means that at, at the rollover of the season, when the second part of the season starts, mm-hmm. if they can't beat those teams, then they literally can't will drop. But wait, but what lower lower teams uh, are you teams talking? Have we lost against? Everton, Everton is, is a it's a good team. They Everton just is 16th. Had, Everton has just this season just have had a really tough time with their coach. And when what's the name of this coach? Duncan Ferguson. He's yeah. an interim coach. Yeah, he's an but when he came when he came in, it's like You think it's a bounce back? Kind of. Lampard already foresaw this that he knew it was going to be a difficult game because the Everton fan, the players and the coach would want to prove that like yeah, they 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 want to come back. So what did you about the West Ham game? Because we never talked about the West Ham game in details. Why do you think he lost that game? I feel it like the West Ham game with most of our games, we just um we, we don't take our chances. The thing is Chelsea has a very leaky defense. Yeah, and also it has a leaky so as Piquetta said something, I think this we have after we lost the game, he's like we need to work on in both. We need to improve in both boxes. That's defense and attacking. Mm-hmm. When we get to attacking, it's like I think I said it last week. They are confused, like on what the inexperienced shows. Yeah, like when they get into attack, like it's like they don't. Sometimes, sometimes they know what they are doing, but sometimes they don't really know what exactly they are. I don't know it just feels a little bit, especially if Jorginho is not playing. I realize that. So Jorginho didn't play this game. Jorginho didn't play this game. They didn't play. Um, I mean, he rested him because of the Champions League game, right? He needs to win against Leo. Is it Leo? Yeah. yeah. He needs they to win against Leo to qualify for the yeah. The next and, yeah. Of the Champions or Ayas um, has to call, score Valencia. Okay. I, but um, yeah, like it's just been like defense is really bad, especially with Kepa. And Zuma has been good. Zuma and Christensen. I like Christensen. Christensen is solid. You like Tomori? I like Tomori also, but I don't know. Like, for some reason, it's just sometimes really bad to fight. The reason why I feel like Chelsea has a problem is because, fine, you've been winning games, right? Mm -hmm. But you've been making it difficult for yourself. You remember the Benley game where you guys went 4-0 up and then ended up um, winning 4-3? Yeah. And even if you watch the Villa game, Villa just, Aston Villa just didn't take advantage of the chances they got. You can't keep continuing on that path with that leaky defense because defense wins leagues. Exactly. And so, yeah, like if you keep conceding goals, 
it will go against you on goal defenses. Yeah. You know? And you might meet teams that would say, okay, Chelsea has a leaky defense. We just have to, instead of opening up, sit back and take advantage of their defensive mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the last goal, it was just... It was... It's just... It's just a what's wrong with goal. Kepa? The ball just passed... No, it's... Even... It was his whole... The, the, the whole back line was, was his fault. <laughs> he made a pass that was like a wayward pass to Zuma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. The the I'm just I just and I know like Elian in the podcast um in the previous episodes I used to say Lampard was a good coach and he's building and everything, but if you really sit down to watch Chelsea's games recently, you feel like if other teams just realized that Chelsea is not a, a run in the park. Because I think at the beginning of the season, nobody expected Chelsea to be what they are right now, right? Mm-hmm. So teams set up against them in a much more open way than they were set up against Manchester United or Manchester City and stuff like that. Now, if you can't score effectively and you leak a lot, yeah. then you're going to start losing games. The likes of Ben Mutt and stuff will start winning games against you. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a problem with the, both attacking... I feel midfield, midfield, we are, we are kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, midfield, Kovacic, um, honestly, the last couple of games, he's been really underrated, I think, like, nobody men- actually mentions Kovacic, mm-hmm. um, because at least he, he sh- if we have, if we would have won the Everton game, I would have given him the man of the match. Yeah. 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 His goal, his goal. Do I feel Pickford could have done better? Yeah, Pickford could have done because oh, yeah, one, there was no power. Yeah, 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 just like. But like, I'm not talking about goal. Just the, the work, way he the does. Work after, yeah. yeah, his work rate. Yeah. in the midfield. Yeah. Do you think if Kovacic, like you, you take the um, if Kovacic meets top class midfielders, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think you survive it? What do you mean, like playing with? Top class against against top against class. top class midfielders. I mean, because that's a problem I see with Chelsea's midfield. Jorginho is good, right? Mm-hmm. Kovacic is good, yeah. but they are just good against lower ranked teams. When they meet the midfield of Spurs, the midfield of Liverpool, the midfield of Arsenal, the midfield of even you guys haven't played Arsenal yet, you, have you? Yeah, I don't no. think they've played. Arsenal, yeah, but they played uh, Man City. You've played Man City. You've played but United. he's also still good in that. Have yeah. you guys played Spurs? No. I don't think so. Like it's going to be tough. You're leading. You 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 up there with five points, and then you have Spurs and Arsenal coming. Remember, this is the festive period, and so there's games are like the, games. the games keep yeah, coming like, like two that. three days. Yeah, yeah. They play they play Tottenham on the twelfth um twenty second. Yeah. So in two weeks. In two weeks, and when do they play Arsenal? They play Arsenal. <laughs> so they play. Um, Tottenham, they play Southampton and then they play Arsenal. Okay. And it's the first period. I think it's the 22nd, 26th, 29th. Yeah. Back to your Kovac. I feel yeah. Kovacic should be playing a little more up, upfield. Do you think so? Because at Real Madrid, they tried that and he's not good at creating. He's kind of like a McTominay. Like he's good at doing his job. But if you, if you close to everybody and you're like, okay, you. We've left his space. Great. He's not really good at creating. Do you, do you feel? Do you agree with me? He he's got he actually his. I feel his um 
natural position was an attacking midfielder. Yeah, attacking midfielder. So he's good. I think before he went to before he went to Real Madrid, yeah. Real Madrid, he wasn't creative. No, because he got to Real Madrid, they have the likes of Isco, they have Modric. Are you gonna kick them out and play Kovacic? Well, he had games, so, so they'll even though he had games, they still play those people. So you have to settle in at a different yeah. position. Okay. You know? Okay. So that will limit you so to if, even play that side of it. If football. maybe Lampard is going to tweak um, the formation, maybe play Kovacic a little bit. Um, higher the field. Higher, higher the field. Play um, Kante and Jorginho like a right behind him. Then he doesn't need Mount. You can still play Mount. On if, that, yeah, wings. you can still play Mount. Mount because Mount is not effective on the wings. He yeah. tried that at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, we also yeah, Mount is not effective on the wings. Yeah. And um, Pulisic, Pulisic, it's it. He comes after, in and out. I feel after the first four games where he shined, he's, yeah, he's gone back. Yeah, he is like yeah. He, the consistency is not there. Yeah, I don't know if <laughs> that's my biggest problem. Yeah, after the four goals he scored in two games, mm, yeah. he's gone back to like. The way he started because I, I like I appreciated the way Chelsea were playing and and right you knew you you saw it just yeah. like the the game plan the change and everything but it's like it's all unraveling now even when you win the game it's like it's a struggle yeah you you kind of get what I mean mm-hmm. and and it can't continue forever. Yeah, because if you want to make the top four now, the top four or because Spurs is there, like Wolves is there, even Wolves are set now. Yeah, no teams are like even Wolves didn't start the season well; they were like fifteenth at some point. But now look at where they are. So it's like if you're gonna keep that position, then Charlie, all our teams, the teams we are supporting, we need to man up. You know, because you can't lose certain games. Talking about manning up. Only Ghana Sasha. The last week, the last four days of the week. Um, prior to, prior to the game against Tottenham, mm-hmm. he played a two-two game at Old Trafford yeah. against Aston Villa. Yeah, we all complained about it. Yeah, but playing against Mourinho, things changed. You go. What he, changed? He got two quick goals. I feel that's his I mean, he didn't his... get a quick goal. He got a first goal at the end and yeah, he got a second goal. He true. got a first goal in the first and second goal in the beginning right of the second half. Beginning, which is like a... Well, let's forget about the quick goals. The first half of the Tottenham game. It was a good game. United basically was running the yeah. show. If you're able to get your go- your team on like a good start and you're able to pocket, um, I feel they are attackers who are a threat. You talk about... Um, Son, or you talk about King, who have been man marked well, you know, they don't see enough of the game. Then I feel you have an upper hand in winning that match, you know, and that was the same thing they did uh, in the Tottenham game and then in the Saturday's game against Manchester City. Aaron Wambisaka did his job in pocketing both Fred. Son and then, and then Sterling. Sterling. And then he also, like Fred and McTominay, both guys were superb in the midfield. Like, yes, we've all complained about Fred. When Fred, like when McTominay was out with injury, we saw the... the he and Pereira. Whole in the team. Feel, yeah. It wasn't working. And we don't even have Pogba. Yeah. So the team was not gelling well. Yeah. But having him and then um, having Fred and McTominay, it was good. We were able to boss the midfield in both two games. 
looking at the likes of uh, City's midfield and Tottenham's midfield. The two guys did a superb job. Um, I feel for Man City, their problem is... I don't know. I'm not that type of a coach, but I feel Rodri is their problem. He cannot play. <laughs> he cannot play as Fernandinho was playing that role. The epitome of yesterday's win was where Fred knocked Meg Rodri. Oh yes. Yeah. And then you could right right when you did that, you knew okay he was bossing the midfield. It was yeah. it was his game. They they had a good game. United had a good game. Um, I don't know, but I feel Ole did he. He went in with his normal game plan, but the players, yeah, big ups to the players. Do we feel that it's just um, a situation of when we meet the big teams, we step up? Or is it our game plan just works against the big teams? I feel the game plan works better with the big teams. Because if anything, Maxwell predicted on Sunday that we are underestimating United and knowing United, they will step up against the big teams. Exactly. Because yeah. you guys want to prove that you guys are still the part team. of the big, yeah, part of like the top six. So you guys want to prove to whoever is watching, whoever is watching that. So why can't they play like that like every week? The threat, the threat. United still has has a threat, yeah. So why can't they? Because you guys don't week? want to lose that man, the the Manchester derby. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel it's different with the smaller teams. You know, when you play the bigger teams, you're playing 4-3-3. You know, the 4-3-3 works because they are also attacking. And then when you attack and um, United is sitting back, you attack more. And because you're attacking more, you push a higher line of your defense to the center line. And if they are old people, they can't run. If you look at um, Tottenham, Alderweireld, Rose... You can't be putting James, Marshall, and then Rashford on those. If you put them on it, they are going to outrun them. And that was the same thing that happened to them on the City game. But with the Tottenham game, Tottenham didn't really open up. Because if you look at the Tottenham setup at the beginning of the game, they were closed. Yeah, they were Hoping closed. to hit us on the counter, hit, to hit United on the... Let me try and be unbiased. To hit United on the counter-attack. But then with the City game, of course, we all knew how City was. City likes to dominate. They like to control. So everybody knew they were going to push up. The problem is, do we feel that United is just a good team who lacks the creative side of football and that they, they are two or three players, two or three creative players away from actually dominating? Or is it a, a situation of they are just a bad team who likes to step up against the big boys? Because, I mean, they, they, they drew against Liverpool, they beat Leicester, they beat Chelsea, they beat City, they beat Spurs, they beat... Arsenal. Arsenal no, the Drew against Arsenal. I mean, that outside goal, if you count. Yeah. Well, they said it's not outside, but I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel United is, is a team. Like, it's a good team, mm-hmm. you know. It is a good team, but when it comes to the big games and then this, like, the games, I feel like they should step up the same way they step up to big games against the other smaller team. United's team now, including the players, I feel every position is, is good. Just that we are lacking creativity. So if Pogba, if Pogba comes back, yes, and I think he should be back either next week, Saturday, or the week before, because he's training yeah. now. Is there a situation of he's if Pogba match comes fit, back, where should he play? He should be the, seriously the number 10. He shouldn't do any defensive. If the guys say we are lacking creativity, how, how did you guys get those... Two games. Yeah. 
to those <laughs> so you know when we talk about creativity we talk about like if that the team is if that team is close that's mm-hmm. that person because even we think about Chelsea doesn't have that right now currently mm-hmm. they don't have that person who can stand in the midfield and split. Liverpool doesn't even it, have it's, it it's like having um, Iniesta it's like having an Iniesta, Iniesta or Xavi or Xavi or, or, or Modric or Modric or Cruz yes you know those people those those people that like the 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 line is set up um, defense of four yeah. each two lines defense of four but they can still pick a pass from anywhere yeah yeah. Across the field, United. It, what I'm trying to say is, if you look at last season's game at Wembley against Tottenham, that pass from Pogba to Rashford, that is a creative pass. That kind of pass. You don't have. I don't think McTominay or Fred can give that pass. Oh, the you know, they kind have, of passes. Yes, they don't have that vision. Yeah, yeah. they can give those little passes, but they don't have that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, like the Fabregas kind of passes where anywhere across the field, anywhere he could just give a pass that would just unlock the, the defense. Hello and those passes. Those kind of. That, like you that. feel that's the problem. Yeah. We are just missing that. And if we get that, since we've been able to, I'll say, and I can confidently say now because we've played all the teams, we've been able to get the, the antidote to not losing against the big teams. Mm-hmm. Do you feel what we should go for now is into the transfer window, get a good striker, a clinical finisher, and a creative midfielder to break down small uh, teams for the remaining games of the season? I would go for Or do you think we should show up our defense? Because, I mean, United has been leaking goals. Yeah, we at least uh, now it's like every game, there will be a goal against United. You know, but I'll go for a striker and then a creative midfielder. I cannot trust... Uh, I cannot trust Marshall as our number nine. I watched a clip of him against Aston Villa and I was impressed. Mata, who is, was playing as an attacking midfielder, was making runs more than him. Because the ball went to the right side and he was just walking. And Mata had made a move for the, to receive the pass. When the ball went back, Mata passed in front of him again to make an opening space. And he was just standing there, just walking like that majestically. I can't trust him. So if we want to get a striker, Timo Werner, straight. Because our next games, United's next game, sorry, I'm trying to be unbiased. United's next games are against Everton, Watford, um, Newcastle, and Burnley. These are our next four games. Uh, And then we play Arsenal on January 1st. And those are easy games. Nope. It's not. Funny enough, even after beating City and Tottenham. <laughs> United fans are more worried about those four games than they were worried about the Tottenham game. Yeah. United fans, like, it's not going to be an easy game. Yeah, you've won those two games. Yes, your your morale is high, everything. If you slack, they'll beat you guys. Everton like this. Everton just beat Chelsea. They have a higher morale now when they are coming yeah. to Old Trafford. They know that Old Trafford, they've actually won games at Old Trafford or drew at Old Trafford. So they are coming with high morale. They can do it. It's possible. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Good. Um, talking about higher morales, um, everybody thought firing Unai Emery would kind of boost Arsenal's morale, but John won, lost one. <laughs> um, Arsenal being Arsenal. They are playing tomorrow. Freddie Lundberg, you remember him? Yeah. Yeah, he's the interim coach right now. Do, do we feel that Arsenal made a mistake. The Arsenal fans made a mistake by clamoring for Asawenga to leave. 
I feel they were tired of Asawenga. Because if anything, now we know that Asawenga wasn't the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, when Wenga, they were still set or fit, but at least there was that stylish football to see. Now they are playing boring football and they are still set. So, do we feel Wenga wasn't the problem and that it's just, it's, it's a situation in the team that we, that they are just not speaking about? Yeah. Like, I seen like, just the players. Yeah, it's a situation of um, the players are just not committed enough. I mean, right now, if you look at Arsenal, there is nothing to play for the badge for Arsenal. Everybody plays for the money, huh? Like, no, like, not, not, not in that sense, but like, there is, I don't think any of the players have any deep roots or deep love for, for the, the club. For the club. Like the way Chelsea and, United have all these young boys who yeah, grew up exactly. supporting the club um, and stuff like that. There's no like, um, I, I see most of the players, it's it's just another team they are going to be playing for. Yeah. I feel Arsenal actually, they are starting 11. They don't have any person from their youth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it's all like bot players. I was thinking about. <laughs> do, they an, do they have an academy? Yeah, they do have an academy. I was thinking about <laughs> Hector Bellerin, but. He's not I from their youth yeah, system. Yeah, he's not from their he's youth not, system. So he's not. That guy's a model. Like, he's not a footballer. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like they don't have that, as she said. They are all not. There's nothing to play for. Yeah. It's like I'm a, I'm working here. So yeah, exactly. So you feel like no matter the coach that is brought in, it's that problem is still going to be there. They need to whip the whole team into feeling like you are playing for a club with with with. Yeah, because like um, Obama Young and how old is Obama Young? Oh, he's Obama Young is thirty. Really? Oh really? He's dead. Oh dang! Wow! Wow! He's scoring like he's twenty six. Yeah, he's dead. He even wants to leave to Barcelona in January. I don't. Really? <laughs> Do Barcelona really need another? I, I think maybe maybe he just needs. It's, it's because it's because. It's well, because yeah, he's of, been playing so many years and he hasn't he won, won any, any trophy. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't won any medal. No. Because even when he was at Dortmund, he didn't. He came after Lewandowski left, and that was when Dortmund, Lewandowski's team with Gotti were the team that won the double um, double Bundesliga and went to the Champions League final. They didn't win DFB Pokal? They won the DFB. I think Uh, when he was there, he won DFB Pokal. I I don't know, because I know the DFB Pokal is when he left, and then Sancho Dems did. did, did, uh, But anyways. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel Arsenal, I don't know, but Arsenal I've, it's a major overhaul. Like the, Laka, yeah, there's nothing. Lacazette is tired of that place now. Um He's won the German Cup, the DLD yeah. Pokal. Yeah. They've won the French League Cup. Oh, he yeah. went he won it with Saint Etienne. Yes, He's been Super Cup winner two times. But these are not trophies people really care about. Yeah. Which is exactly, true. yeah. Exactly. So yeah, and then you came to Arsenal, which is also an FA Cup winner. Like that's the <laughs> only thing they've been taking. But yeah. So okay, if we think the problem with Arsenal is um, a situation of them not being committed enough, what do we say about Liverpool? Well, okay. Because like I know we're talking about how good a team they are, but let's mm-hmm. think back to two years ago, Liverpool two years ago. The season they went to the Champions League final. 
were we surprised that they went to the Champions League final, considering they weren't really playing well in the Premier League? Where they played Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Where they played Real Madrid, yeah. Because, um, I mean, they had an easy run. They met Porto, AS Roma, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So they actually it was a really easy run. run. Yeah. So that team, compared to the team now, that is literally losing everybody out of their way. Same thing. Yeah. What has changed? I guess, so, I guess that season they played Real Madrid in the final. It was, one, we can't take the league. So, since we are in the Champions League, let's go for it, mm-hmm. you know. And they didn't make it. And now, the next season, which was last season, they are like, okay, let's do the two together. Anyone we get is fine. And they were close to the Premier League, very close. They didn't make it, but they won the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Now, they've won one trophy out of the two they are looking for. So now that is the season. They would rather get the Premier, Premier League, League over, than the Champions over the Champions League. Do you think they can go on beating? I don't think they can go on beating. I but think they can. But I think, no, I don't think they can go on beating. I think they can go on beating. Someone who's got them. Trust me. Yeah. Someone who was. I think they, they can't go unbeaten, at least. I don't know. But yeah. what has changed the last two years, I think um, it's Klopp. He was there two years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. The mentality. Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's still he's the a coach that can, that can um, bring a certain viable mentality into a team. We saw, we saw him do it with Dortmund. He, he has that, I don't know. But. If you compare Klopp to Unai as we were talking earlier, like Unai I don't see him as someone who can bring that kind of mentality. Like Moreno is that kind of coach. Moreno can bring... Is that, Lampard that kind of coach? Yeah. Is Ole that Lampard and Ole those nah, kind of coaches? I don't see... Well, since he has been in Man United, I don't see any kind of mentality he has brought into the team. Except like when he came, the, the players just wanted to... Like, I mean, even now, I, there are rumors that the players really want to play for him. I mean, let's not change the topic to United. Yeah, yeah. Let's see how Liverpool. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, um, I feel the difference with Liverpool has been club because if you put all these players like Robertson and um, what's the other guy's name? Alexander Arnold. Yeah, and when they are all, if they were in any other team, they would have been average, average players. players. Yeah, it's, do you feel his confidence? It's more confidence than anything. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Maybe coach is given. Because you have a midfield of Henderson, Wanaldom, and Fabinho. Come on. It's not a, a best. Yeah, midfield. they're not. They're not like. It's not. They're not world top class, class midfielders like De Bruyne the, yeah. and then Fernandinho. Exactly. You know those people. All so, yeah. So if anything, either Arsenal need um, players who are defaulted to playing for the club, or they need like a coach, who like club, a coach like club. Or any coach who, who can, can instill that, that different mentality into the team, but at, at this point, I don't know if they'll find one. Can we say congratulations to Liverpool? Right now? Oh yeah, no, I can't because I'm a United fan. I'll never say anything good about. <laughs> or, or maybe my prediction about Leicester. I'm holding on to my prediction about Leicester. Leicester will win the league this season. No, they are eight points behind Liverpool. Liverpool have two big games to play before January first. They are playing Leicester December 27th. So they are going to shank one game. They're going to shank one game. If they stay in the Champions League, which, I mean, it's do or die for them this Wednesday. If they lose, mm-hmm. they are out. 
they have to win at all costs. They'll come and play Europa League. If they go to the Europa League, it's worse because yeah, then they have games upon games upon games, and you can't keep you can't keep up. If they stay in the Champions League in March, April, when they play back to back knockout games, Leicester will take advantage of them. This this season is Liverpool's season of taking the league. I'm a United fan. Liverpool right? shank I it. Feel, I've I seen them shank it twice in my life. <laughs> and I know they'll shank it a third time. Yeah. Even, no, yeah. I've seen them shank it three times. The first time was that Zabi Alonso squad who oh. took United all the way. Second time was the Gerard slip. Third time was last season. And I know they'll shank it for a fourth time. It's just destined. They can't win the league. We'll see. We'll see. If they shank it, then I don't know. It's a chaos. Because the last time they won the league was back in the 90s. So, yeah. They haven't won the new Premier League before. They haven't won the new Premier League before. And uh, I know this week there's a Champions League going on in the Europa League. Uh, Liverpool's game is, I think, the toughest game, even though they are not playing a big team. Yeah. But it's a do or die. They are going to Austria to play... um, What's in Salzburg. Salzburg yeah. with Haaland. Those kids. And the yeah. Korean guy is the <laughs> Japanese guy. Those kids are goal machines. They literally score goals for fun. If Liverpool doesn't win it, yeah. 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 Uh this is the last recording for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back probably the third week, second, third week of January. Um mm-hmm. so to our fans, we're saying we love you. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. And we are we are grateful for you giving us your time and listening to us every week and yeah, hearing yeah. all the, 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 the crap we have to say. And and next season we well next season for the podcast, but not for the for the <laughs> lease around the world. It's still going on. We have more we have good stuff to come up with. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye.